I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah! Unbelievable, actually. I really would have thought that Mick might have toned down his digital rhetoric. If you could see it. Of course, you can see it um, in a minute if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, it's too late now if you're listening to the podcast. Uh, but, you know, next time it's youtube.com slash pod. And if you click on the alerts thing, well, then it'll tell you when the thing is. And hello. Uh, hello to you. And hello to people watching on YouTube. Uh, hello, Neil. Steph, Julie had to go uh, before the show even began. Uh, and hello, Martin. And, and to all of the rest of you and everybody around the world. Thanks very much. Hey, it was my birthday yesterday. Uh, I don't really care about that sort of thing but uh you know other people did which was nice of them and i got this great uh, birthday present which is um it's an electric back warmer thing which now makes me look like general tharg galactic vice chancellor um i really love it it's really warm it's amazing and um the, i find the current passes i think it's passing through my teeth um it's very 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 hot uh, perhaps the greatest birthday present of all was uh, getting rid of the oversized wardrobe, uh, which I went and collected and heft up the stairs. Absolutely massive thing, only to discover that I <laughs> I had mismeasured the alcove it was to go in by like at least 50%. This wardrobe is humongous. And so for three years, it's been sort of sitting kind of split into pieces. I finally got rid of it yesterday after I'd had cocktails uh, it's just nice to walk into a room and not be reminded of how much of an idiot uh, it's possible to be um but <laughs> in some way i feel like this is going to seg i should probably switch on my camera uh so you can actually see what's going on hi that's what i look like dear god come on jacob you can do this you know how to do this i'm really excited because uh mick wright is here and uh, he's going to be taking a wry look at some of the funny things there are in the newspaper. <laughs> That's life with Mick Wright. I thought <laughs> I, th- I thought you'd like that, Mick. Do you like that? Do you, Mick? Are you no? Is this some sort of silent protest? <laughs> you knew that I wouldn't like that. 
you knew what? I would like that. You were well aware. Why do you that love that? Like that? I was just going to say you could work the wardrobe thing up into quite an anecdote. So it's like Potentially. Um, it's like listening to Alan Bennett, but he's on heavy sedatives. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't think it's worth it. I'm not going to lie to you. Yes. Good. Good morning. Good, good morning. Good morning. I hated morning, that. Morning, just morning. to be clear. He, good, morning, good, morning, good, morning, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. You've seen lots morning, of funny morning. stuff in the papers. This is what you do. This is this is completely you. You love this. A sideways look at the news, which which <laughs> is used unironically by Giles Corran for his Times Radio show. Um. I, I really want to ask you because you're you're the only person I, I'm not I, I'm I'm not prepared to pay for the paywall for the Times. No, Giles Corrin reviewed. Was it the new McPlant burger or something? Or no, the it, vegan no, the vegan, vegan pizza vegan, express. Um, vegan pizza express. Did you read that? And what did he say about it? Because I was curious. He, he was sort of like he basically said it's not very good, but we have to suffer not very good food to protect the planet or something. It was just very oh, okay. snide and and um, really annoying and you know, Corrin-esque. Amazing. Um, I've got a, another new thing that I'm going to share with you in a bit. All the new things today. Um, but I'm saving, I'm saving that. I'm keeping the powder dry on that one. So this you don't is, leave. Um... But <laughs> it's good for you. It's good. It's be- Actually, no, it's not good for you. You, you have enough it's... of this just reading the papers. What? Um... You're subjecting me to psychic punishment this morning. What? Now you're going to pretend that you don't know what I'm going to talk about now. If, what if, funny if... stories have you found in the paper? There's an yeah. advert here in the Lancashire Advertiser. Well, there was a thing in the paper yesterday that I did think which was funny, which was that they had put a, a Soviet Russian hat um, on, on um, Lord Frost and the caption said, uh, computer wizardry shows what Lord Frost would look like if he were a. I've, hang on, I will actually. I do. I have it. Do I have show it? me the yes, wizardry? What have those boffins done now, Mick? Hold on, I just wait a second. I'm fetching a wizardry st- for you now. Can you still hear me, Mick? Because I'll tell everybody what I've got. Hello, for you. No, I can. No. I can still hear you. I've got my headphones on. Because I'm a professional, Jacob. You are a professional. I work with a lot of non-professionals. Unlike certain people. Uh, <laughs> most people in the media. Feel free uh, to name names, yeah. I, I hope you're... I will name names. Get, get, sign up to my newsletter where I name names on a daily basis. It does. It's brilliant. Uh, you should. Yeah. This, this always makes great radio, the sound of a man rapidly. Yeah, uh, somewhere here. This is very much the Tim Key... Uh... Here we go. So, for those watching, you can see this. Uh, oh, yeah. There we go. And if you the, the 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 caption on this picture says hard headed computer wizardry shows how Lord Frost might look as a Soviet negotiator, and they've just added <laughs> a fur hat that on is there incredible with wizardry. Photoshop. That. Yeah. Computer how did they do that? It's magic. Computer oh, I wizardry know, did honestly, that. Honestly, I don't know how they do it. Anyway. Yeah. Um, today's hilarious uh, comedy stylings from me <laughs> are about Dan Hodges, who is a joke. But it's sort of one of those funny, uh, like, mirthless ones. Yeah. So um, Dan Hodges, is is he a male columnist? Dan Hodges, daily, it's a Mail on Sunday columnist. He'd get very upset if you say he's a Daily Mail columnist. He says, I, I, I write for the Mail on Sunday, actually, as right. if the two are incredibly different. Like, it's yeah. not just the same frog wearing a different hat. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, Dan Hodges, also son of Glenda Jackson, who deserves an Oscar for pretending she's not disappointed in him. Mm-hmm. But anyway... Um, that's very cruel, that's uh, no. but factual. He's, he's um, the son of Glenda Jackson. 
He is the son of Glenda Jackson. Good yeah. Uh, wow. Imagine, imagine that. Imagine being such a disappointment. Um, anyway, so um, across the weekend, obviously Friday was um, the, the 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 big news on Friday. The, the the you know very distressing and unpleasant news on Friday was uh, the killing of uh, Sir David Amos at his constituency surgery and. Under 48 hours later, um, Dan Hodges published a column headlined, I don't know why Sir David Amos was killed, but the visceral hatred of Tories at the heart of Labour has to end right now. So, uh, yeah, yeah, less than 48 hours later, he's found a way to blame the Labour Party and to specifically blame Angela Rayner. You'll find the same as happening in columns by... uh, What's his name? Tony Parsons and uh, Trevor Kavanagh in today's Sun. Yeah. And this this is a this is to give you some context with Dan Hodges. Ten days after the murder of Joe Cox, he published a piece uh, in the in the Mail on Sunday with the headline "Labour Must Kill Vampire Jezza," which was illustrated with a picture of Jeremy Corbyn in a coffin. Wow. So the man has form here. I was going to um, say it's worth taking a moment um, just to remind ourselves because we are going to hear the. Uh the Tory scum phrase a lot in the media today. It's it's worth just um, going back a, a year or two to this. I genuinely do not seek to stifle robust debate, but this evening the Prime Minister has continually used pejorative language to describe an Act of Parliament passed yeah. by this House. Yeah. And I'm sure yeah. that you would agree, Mr Speaker, that we should not resort to using offensive, dangerous or inflammatory language for legislation that we do not like. And we stand here... Mr. Speaker, under the shield of our departed friend, with many of us in this place subject to death threats and abuse every single day. And let me tell the Prime Minister that they often quote his words, surrender act, betrayal, traitor, and I, for one, am sick of it. I think, Mr. Speaker, I have to tell you, Mr. Speaker, I, I, I... I have to say, Mr. Speaker, I've never heard such humbug in all my life. It's good to know that he was taking it seriously then, uh, as he is now. As he is now, yeah. And, and uh, so, in in um, and of course, what what Dan Hodges did in this column was to to bring up Angela Rayner and Angela Rayner using the word scum, right? And then to say, well, how dare you know? Um, quote Tory MP saying, how dare she? Um, uh, you know, um, pass on her condolences to the family of uh, David Amos after she said this appalling thing. Um, and then go saying, well, it would be very bad to make a direct parallel in a, uh, uh, you know, in a column which has a picture of Angela Rayner and is promoted with that and where he mentions her in connection to it. Yeah. Yeah, they, they love to play it both ways to go, well, I'm not saying that Angela Rayner calling Tory scum led to this, but don't you think it's very bad? Right. And also he, he, he's writing in the same newspaper group that famously did the headline um, Enemies of the People about... Um, about uh, high court judges and also uh, called on Theresa May to crush the saboteurs. So it's very interesting how like the language of the, um, the daily mail is not a problem, but you know, but mm. one comment by Andrew Rain is repeated over and over again. And the thing that needs to be remembered, particularly when you talk about this stuff is he doesn't mention that in the same week that, um, Angela Rayner made the scum comment. The Tory MP James Gray had to apologise for making a joke about planting an, a bomb in the office of Labour's Annalise Dodds. Or uh, he doesn't mention um, during the 2019 uh, general election that two um, Labour activists in their 70s were violently attacked while canvassing. And f- or a third uh, example here: the, the, no mention of the fact that the Finsbury 
Park Mosque attacker, um, Darren Osborne, had uh, intended to go on and kill Jeremy Corbyn? No. Now, now, what you say is now you see what people like Hodges defenders would argue. They say, well, yeah, but he was only being um, metaphorical when he said Labour must kill vampire Jezza. Fine, I, I accept mm. that. But the thing is, mm. if he makes this argument that says if Angela Rayner calls Tory scum, it has a connection to violent actions in the real world, then we have to apply the same logic. If that's his logic, we have to apply it to the language that he uses. I'm pretty and sure other was, people was, use. I'm pretty sure it's metaphorical scum. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. mean, you couldn't be literal scum and, and have so, a political persuasion. Yesterday morning, Tom Newton Dunn, Times Radio's chief political correspondent, don't look too closely into why he was moved across from the sun, of course. No, I, I, I encourage you not to Google why that might have happened. Mm, um, and Google former that. sun political editor, he opened his show yesterday morning by saying, what is it makes our politics so toxic? Well, during the 2019 general election, um, just uh, Tom Newton Dunn published a front page exclusive in the sun headline hijack labor that connected to a um, online spiders web stretching from marxist intellectuals to militant groups and illegal terror organizations now what was the source of that the source of that was a series of anti-semitic and neo-nazi websites including the website of aryan unity the story wow. disappeared from the Sun's website over that weekend with no explanation, correction or clarification. But it was the printed front page. But it doesn't story matter the, because it's Sun. exactly it's kind of done, isn't it? And yeah, this is the problem. And, and since then, uh, Newton Dunn has pretended that he never wrote that. Wow. He just pretended he's never never answered to to that. that and extreme. you can go back in history. And uh, 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 another great example from the Sun's history is. Um, when Charles Kennedy had the temerity to speak against the Iraq war, the Sun's front page pictured him next to a snake with the headline, spot the difference. One is a spineless reptile that spits venom. The other's a poisonous snake. Or go a little bit further back to the 1984 Chesterfield by-election when the Sun ran a feature on Tony Benn with the headline, Ben on the couch, a top psychiatrist view of Britain's leading lefty, which claimed he was a messiah figure hiding behind the mask of the common man and quoted an American psychologist saying this but it later turned out when world in action spoke to that psychiatrist that he'd been asked to talk about a hypothetical person and didn't know this was going to be used in a news story diagnosing tony ben i uh famous i i think i've said this before i don't fully recall i have a terrible memory uh like i remember nothing and the way you brilliantly sort of uh anthologize everything inside your mind is, is fantastic and it's a huge benefit to the rest it's a horrific the, cursed life effluent that you carry safely indexed in your mind um but this is the problem is that people people's memories are so short and it's literally the last thing they read is the last thing that has any kind of impact on them which it's is true but and also the only reason that angela Rayner, I, the, the interesting thing with the angela Rayner thing is that they they don't talk about the other part of her comment when she talked about um, leading Tories being racist, homophobic, misogynist, right? All things that we have proof of, you know? You could you could prove all of those things with a collection of the Prime Minister's Telegraph columns, right? Right. But the bit they focus on is the rhetorical use of scum, right? And why is that comment all over the newspapers? Because it's been weaponized by a tabloid press. And this week, the columns that have come out in the sun today, Angela Rayner is currently... Um, on compassionate leave because of a death in her own family, right? And there are co columnists know that, but they're still writing these things 
you know, linking explicitly the murder of an MP with Angela Rayner's comments, which is, you know, while pretending that they're not actually, they're not actually linking it, but they're just putting her picture and her words in the same column where they talk about the violent, you know, killing of an MP. It's, it's obvious propaganda. Mm. And when they're saying, oh, MPs must be protected, right? They know that female MPs um, are get the most abuse. They know that, uh, you know, a study, a study showed that 70% of the abuse sent to MPs went to one woman, Diane Abbott, who they continue to um, attack and mock in the papers. Yeah. But it's fine if you do it under a byline, you see. It's okay if you do it under a byline. And the yeah. last example I want to give you is from yesterday's Mail on Sunday. Again, it's from future ex-wife of Michael Gove, Sarah Vine, who wrote, The persistent bile and vitriol aimed at MPs across various social media channels, such as Facebook and Twitter, eggs on sick individuals, encouraging and perhaps most importantly, has enabled abusive and dangerous behavior. Add to that the childish and toxic popularism of individuals such as Angela Rayner, who seem to think it's okay to call her fellow fellow parliamentarians homophobic, racist, misogynistic Tory scum for the sake of a cheap round of applause. It's hard not to see how in an unsound or wicked mind stabbing a defenseless man to death might seem justified. Do you see there? She goes even further than Hodges Amazing. by explicitly linking Rayner's words to the actions of 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 the suspect in in the David Amos killing. Yeah, it, it's she is a is a, an absolute master of bile, right? But because yeah. she does it from behind the authority of a byline, that's okay. And there's a line in Hodges' column where he says, today we need to talk about and confront the scourge of, of left-wing extremism. Well, I rewrote that line at the end of yesterday's newsletter. I said, today we have to begin to talk about and confront the scourge of national newspaper extremism. Because yeah. the, uh, w- the column I'm going to write after, to, after I come off um, the show today yeah. is about the way the newspapers, particularly the Daily Telegraph, are now stoking up fear and, and uh, uncritically quoting... Um, things from security services and police sources. You know, people who have an uh, have a, 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 a interest in increasing the money they receive, right? So it's important to have fear. We have something like this. He's in appalling crime against David Amos, right? An MP doing his job. It's a disgusting thing. It's as disgusting as what happened to Joe Cox. But you look at the media and you see them involved here in a way of propagandizing this to make it about anonymous people on social media it's nothing to do with that to make it about the left nothing to do with that the the, the indications are this is a a, a a man who seems to have been uh, you know uh, radicalized by islamist um propaganda uh, you know but somehow it's about anonymous people on the left um insulting mps on twitter and you think interesting this is never about the media it's you know when uh, when you look at the Wayne Cousins thing, it was yeah. never about misogyny in the media. That never gets mentioned, you know? The yeah. rampant misogyny of the Daily Mail, the Sun, etc. That never gets mentioned because that's fine. That has no effect on society. But it's always about, you know, you have Sarah Vine yeah. writing, oh, it's about porn. And you think, well, do you never think that there's something pornographic about the Daily Mail that you write in? Because I'd say there is. <laughs> that's life with Mick Wright. Appreciate that. Um, it's not over. <laughs> that was good. Um, uh, thank you for for that. Uh, thank you for. Um, byline. I know, I know. I bring so much humour to the show every Monday. Byline. Byline. More like. 
Oh, okay. Well, if you're in the mood for jokes, I think it's time to do my next thing with you. I'm so excited about this. This is um, this is one of my birthday presents. Right. Uh, it's from Julie, uh, producer uh, of the show. Um, now, I had volume two and inexplicably she remembered that. And even less explicably, she found volume one of okay. one of my favorite compilations, Selected Jokes from Past Chinese Dynasties. <laughs> now... I'm going to try some of these jokes on you because I know you're a okay. jokester. You love a joke. You love a laugh. You think life's one big joke. Um, I don't like this no, new like... suggestion that I'm some sort of a humorless, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, listen, you you come my, up. With... My newsletter is full of jokes. It is full of very funny jokes. So, right. so I know you're going to enjoy okay, some of right. these. Hit and I, I just make the point, jokes. if you don't laugh at these... You are being grotesquely culturally insensitive. So let's see those shoulders okay, shaking. Go. Are you ready? <clears throat> I'll go with number 25. Father was burned. Right. Once upon a time. Oh, by the way, they're, they're quite long, these jokes. Right, right. I'm ready. Once upon a time, a man went away from his home for four or five days and said to his son, if someone asks you where your father is, tell them that he is out on business. Be sure to speak clearly. Thinking that his son was a little foolish, the man wrote his instructions on a piece of paper. After his departure, the boy, being afraid of forgetting his, father wo his father's words, read the note from time to time. The first three days, there were no visitors. Therefore, the simple-minded boy thought the note was useless and burned it. On the fourth day, a close friend of his father's came. Is your father in? The friend asked. The boy couldn't find the note anywhere and could only say, No, not here. Burned. The friend was astonished at the bad news and asked again, When was he burnt? Yesterday evening, the boy answered clearly and distinctly. Wow, Mick. That was very culturally insensitive of you. Where is the punchline? That wow. Okay. Pretty Where obvious if you ever bothered to learn something about a culture other than your own. Chapter twenty-three. He bit off his own nose. Two men, A and B, once came to blows. A bit off B's nose. So that's not the joke. So B, in much pain, took A to the county magistrate to have the case judged. How dare you bite off B's nose, the magistrate said. B bit off his own nose. This has nothing to do with me, A answered. Nonsense. Everybody knows the nose is higher than the mouth. How can the mouth reach the nose, the official said severely. By standing on a bench, A said cunningly. Wait. Oh, so that's how it is, said the official, nodding his head slightly. That's better. That's a little bit better. And I'm laughing at how bad this is. I get, where was the wow, punchline? Wow, Mick! Wow! Just wow! Hello, Ron Little Mark too. What the hell? Yeah, I'm just being controversial for coins. Stick some coins in the pot. Sure. Well, that's good because um, I've got John Holmes because he's been to Lisbon and he can't be bothered. He, because he's, because he's yeah. important. These are good, aren't they? <laughs> They're so bad. Wow, dude. 
so bad. I just like to distance myself from mixed comments there. I know. I, I was... wanted to know why you were dressed as a as a guard from a, a Disney film. It's my warmer. I know it's Look, your it's back warmer. It's so is that good. the best present you got? Yeah. Wow, your family really loves you, don't they? Yes, they do. <laughs> Yes, they do. I know I said that without any irony. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's up to you to if you if you think otherwise. Appreciate it. So, <laughs> we'll, we'll, uh, this new trail is awful. You love it. <clears throat> you love it, Mick. Um, I'd say we'll see you next week. I don't know if I'm going to do a podcast next week. Why not? Just saying because I'm because you're I'm lazy, a, lazy scum. I'm, I'm going to be away. Scum. I'm going to be away. Oh, are you? And it just are makes you? it very difficult to realise. I see. So, um, I see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. What once we'll again, see. I'm being censored by Jake. Yeah, unbelievable. That's isn't it. Yeah, once censored your by the forces deplatformed by Jake. Yeah. yeah. Well, fine, fine. I'll be here again when you deign. Subscribe to, to the one. newsletter. It's brokenbottleboy.substack.com, and then then you know you'll still get your hit of it. And there are jokes, and they're very very funny jokes, but they're they're generally quite angry jokes. Yeah, and I, I just think I think I think deep down inside you're just silly and fun, aren't you? <laughs> In it, I guess very much so. Brilliant. Now I will go off and do a jig. Okay, bye, Mick. Bye-bye. Bye, love you. Bye, love you. Bye. bye. Don't forget, he's going to be on Twitch uh, at one o'clock this afternoon. Wait. In May, uh, there was a report by UNICEF and UNFPA, it's the Population Fund. They found 713,000 girls in Brazil live without access to a bathroom. Uh, About 4 million girls don't have adequate hygiene facilities even at school, such as sanitary pads and soap. And at least 200,000 girls lack even the minimum hygiene facilities at school, such as bathrooms. And last week, Bolsonaro vetoed part of a bill that would have given sanitary products at no charge to groups including homeless people, prisoners and teenage girls at state schools. Uh, It was going to benefit 5.6 million women. Uh, It was part of a bigger package of laws to promote menstrual health, which has been approved by legislators. What a guy. What a great guy. Um, It's one of those things, isn't it? One of those news stories that you think, God, I wish I could do something about that. Um... Well, you could help try not to support his regime by not buying products linked to Amazonian deforestation. Um, what, 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 what sort of products are we talking about? Well, according to um, research done by uh, Greenpeace and ITV News, amazingly, uh, products like Cathedral City Cheddar, I remember loving that. Uh, Cadbury's chocolate, Anchor butter, Country Life butter and David Stowe cheddar. Uh, they've all been linked to the destruction of vast tracts of the Brazilian forest uh, because uh, 
they are deforesting it so that they can grow soybeans, which we've been feeding to those lovely West Country cows. What makes the happy milk once they've been forcibly impregnated and then the calves have been thrown away? Um, so I'm just saying, if you if you care about, you know, period, you know, I, I, I care about people, actually. There's a lot of people. Out. Well, if you do, um, you could probably try not to bolster a, a, a regime by not buying those products. Just saying. Just saying. That's enough of that. Uh, Hannah uh, got in touch on email. Uh, morning, Jake and the lovely podders. Hello, Hannah. Lovely to hear from you. It's been a while. Uh, she says, surely this is the only news story of any importance this week. I'm sure you saw this. Uh, this is a police officer. He took two packets of Jaffa cakes from a police tuck shop without paying the full price. Uh, he's been sacked. I mean, sure. Uh... PC Chris Dwyer paid 10p for the sponge-based sweet treats at a charity confectionery stall at the Halifax Police Station on January the 21st of last year. But the actual price, the actual price of the Jaffa Cakes uh, was £1. Uh, that was to raise money for a charity trip to Uganda. Um, I, d- I don't know what they were planning to do in Uganda. It doesn't, it doesn't say. Um, he, he only put 10p in there. Um, so uh, PC Dwyer said uh, it was a genuine mistake, but has been dismissed. Um, I'm glad they've they've cracked down on that because it's important to get those priorities in place. Um, we're not doing anything about, you know, cops whose nickname are. What was it? The racist something. Uh, we don't fire them, but the people who are shortchanging on the Jaffa cakes and some of you I know will feel. Uh, quite rightly, quite rightly so. Um, thank you very much indeed for that, Hannah. If you've seen something you feel we ought to be covering, it's not today at swanburst.com. If you want to just get in touch for a chat, you can do that too. Uh, or if you're Pat, you can go and make a full-blown um, piece of audio uh, like this one. Uh, here it is. Uh, come on. Hi, Jake and your postals. Just thought I'd give you a quick call to say congratulations on 450 fantastic episodes of Not Today. Thank you. Oh, wow, thanks. Man, I tell you what, it's been quite a journey, hasn't it? It has. I remember the first listen as if it was yesterday. You tomorrow, I hope. Bye! This has been a Swanburst Media production. I'd say what is absolutely great. Pride in my collection, that podcast. Love it. Uh-oh, hang on. Incoming message. Hang on, what's this? No, oh, no way. James Corden interviewing David Williams and Alexander Armstrong. Right, I'm out of here. <laughs> Thanks, Pat. Who could resist that? Well, that's it for today. I'm doing some actual stand-up tonight. I'm fine with that. I'm absolutely fine about it. Uh, it's an old routine, and I've pretty much forgotten it. Wish me luck. Um, I'll be around on the Twitter and stuff. Don't forget Audio Freaks, F-R-E-Q-S. Uh, it's the sister podcast. Well, cousin podcast. It's me and David. Uh, go and check that out if you haven't. There's also the Vegan Life podcast if you're bored. And I will see you all in maybe a week, maybe two weeks, maybe, I don't know, I'm going to think about it. Anyway, bye, 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 love you, bye, bye, bye.
This has been a Swanburst Media production. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.